Today on the news and why it matters, uh, the Overstock CEO has dropped a bombshell claim. Is it proof of the deep state? We'll get into that uh, and much more to come. Also, CNN. CNN has hired a really, really interesting contributor uh, who doesn't have any history of lying under oath or anything of that nature. Much more to come, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Mr. Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed. Hello. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. uh, Chief Researcher for the Glenn Beck Program, Jason Buttrell. Howdy. Hello. Howdy. <laughs> howdy, y'all. Well, howdy there, Eric What's July. Going on? What's YouTube going on? host Eric July. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, all right, so Jason, you are the uh, the chief researcher. So in a minute, I want you to just kind of lay out this uh, this deep deep state exposed question mark uh, claims. But uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. So if you are, uh, you know, you're in the middle of maybe a refinance or, uh, you know, you're buying a house, whatever the case may be, whatever you need some sort of financing organization for, American Financing is your go-to. Uh, what I love the most about them is that they are salary-based professionals helping you. They're not commission-based. They're not looking for which deal is going to give them the biggest kickback. Uh, they don't have that incentive. Their incentive, they're just there to help you. They're just there to help you find something that's going to be the right fit for you and for your family. Um, I like to personally say, since Stu's here, I will make jokes at his expense. Um, Stu went to them and wanted to do this crazy uh, mortgage, um, and the, the kind you get in like a back alley when, you know, uh, the mafia lends you money and then you get broken legs later when you don't pay. And, you know, they, he found an organization that would do it. And American Financing still said, you know what? Go with that organization if that's what you want to do. But we think that that's too crazy and we're going to just pass on your business. Uh, so they're, they're smart enough to do, not to do business with Stu. That's what I like the most about them. Uh, if you are looking to refinance, you can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. Um, so, Jason, if you would lay out kind of in chronological order the, the events that have taken place with Patrick Byrne, the Overstock CEO who has just recently resigned over all of this scandal. I think we were probably the first ones to really talk about this, like mm -hmm. in depth, really. But it all stemmed from a, uh, uh, an interview he gave, gave with uh, Sarah Carter, where he dropped some pretty big bombs on what was going on with the beginning of the Russia investigation, uh, what was going on, uh, weirdly enough, with the Clinton investi investigation back in the day, I assume having to do with Uranium One. Mm -hmm. That's just an assumption because he didn't really go into that. But then he dropped this on a, uh, I think it was a Fox Business News. He was surprised with, uh, with that. And it really looked like he did not want to talk about it. He went to it a little bit. But kind of got off of the off of the subject, so we looked into it a little bit more in depth, and this is what he's alleging. And I'll tell you first what he's alleging and what this might mean mm -hmm. actually going forward. But what he's saying is, and this is this is all verified. And again, I want to say that Patrick Byrne is um, Glenn knows him. Uh, I think he's a friend of the network. Mm -hmm. uh, he has no dog in this fight whatsoever. I, I don't think he, he's a straight uh, libertarian. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've covered him over being libertarian a lot. So yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, he's so he's not a Republican. Yeah, he's right. he's he's not a Democrat. It certainly wouldn't give him any. Uh, it wouldn't do him any favors to come out and say the things that he's right. alleging. Has no reason. But so he was. Uh, I think it was the, a conference Freedom Fest. It's a mm -hmm. libertarian. He was at Freedom Fest. Uh, I think back in 2015, and he met the uh, the crazy uh, Bond girl spy Maria Butina, mm -hmm. um, which. 
which is just hilarious how people were trying to paint her as a Russian spy. Spy. Absolutely a spy. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, she was taking selfies in front of uh, at, at uh, Trump's inauguration and posting it all over the internet. Now, unless tradecraft has changed drastically she might just be a really since bad I was spy, back Jason. in the intelligence community, yeah, I mean, maybe, <laughs> they, they don't make them like they used to. Um, but he met her, and she uh, is basically she represents, um, and who knew this even existed, but Russian libertarians over in Russia. And is that a thing, Eric? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> a thing. No, it's a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you come across a lot of those. Uh, in my circle, I mean, Brazilian uh, libertarians, Russian libertarians, absolutely. So she's she's with this group, and um, she's trying to get in with everybody she can, she can think of that might have the president's ear or a, a pre an incoming president's ear. So she's making contacts with everyone. She links up with a uh, burn. And she's like, hey, check this out. Um, you know, this is what I'm doing. Uh, I, you know, come over to Russia. I'll put you in uh, touch with all these people in Russia that are influential. Some people have ties to the government, yada, yada, yada. Well, Byrne got freaked out on this because he has a security clearance. And um, he was, it says in your security clearance, if you're ever contacted by a foreign national with promises like mm -hmm. this to report it. So he did. The FBI said, we're not interested. We, don't, we know who this chick is. Yeah. She's fine. She's fine. Mm -hmm. We looked into her. She's good. Not only that, but they gave her, they approved her to get a student visa to, to hang out here. Well, the relationship gets a little intimate and it gets a little bit, they raise, she raises the stakes on that a little bit. He goes along with it. And then she, he starts getting uncomfortable because he's like, well, hey, she's telling me that they're having meetings with, the, with Hillary Clinton or with Marco, Marco Rubio. Yeah. This is where the meeting's going to happen. This is where they're going to be. You might want to go take a look at that. This is him talking to the FBI. The FBI's like, no, we're not interested. We told you it's all fine. You'll keep your clearance, whatever. So, so this relationship dies off eventually. But he keeps, as a good citizen, reporting this to the FBI because he thinks something shady's going on. Well, after this, they separate. Which, hold on, let's give him credit for, because if I'm, the FBI's told me several times, like, no dummy, she's fine, all right? We've already told you. I'm like, okay, fine, I'm not helping you guys out anymore. Right, right, right. Um, so they, so but I think during the course of the relationship, he'd been convinced, hadn't he, that she wasn't yes, a spy? Yes, Now, this is yeah. later. Now, this is after. Okay. he. So he breaks it off, but the FBI all of a sudden calls him up and is like, hey, Patrick, why don't you, we want you to rekindle this romance. Yeah. And he agrees to. But while he's rekindling this romance, that's when he comes to the realization that, look, this is just a Russian libertarian. Again, I've, mm. I've, I've known her. I've been close to her. Right. And this is, she's, she's legitimately after gun rights in Russia and a few other things. And, but then the FBI suddenly says, okay, but now we care. And they wanted to continue, to continue this. Well, it comes out later that um, he's like, okay, I think that this was all a part of a blackmail operation. And... They were as political, esp uh, uh, political espionage, basically, to use against the Trump campaign for something. Now, this is coinciding right when the Russian investigation is beginning. What he's alluding to, this is what this means to me, I think, and my feelings are, are, are kind of evolving on this, is that, have you guys ever seen The Good Shepherd, that movie, mm -hmm. Matt Damon? It's one of my favorites, but it's it's, it's loose. Try to avoid Matt Damon movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> General rule. It's loosely based on the most successful counterintelligence agent the CIA has ever had. He was the chief of uh, counterintelligence for the CIA back in the 50s, 60s. Um, his name's James Angleton. And it, everyone in Washington, D.C., all over the country was scared to death of this man because they thought that he had a little safe with compromising information, regardless of who was in power, that they could pull out and use, he could pull out and use if he wanted to get something done. This is... Kind of what Byrne is describing here, because he says that Hillary Clinton had, uh, they were involved with getting something on Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Marco Rubio, it's, it's on both political sides. But what he's saying is, is that Peter Strzok and, uh, and he's also, James Comey. And James Comey 
were involved in doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we have actually, uh, I believe we have him speaking to Chris Cuomo, unfortunately for him, uh, speaking to Chris Cuomo about this. Let's listen to what he had to say. They came back to me and said, boy, what a mistake we made. Russia, you're right. There's this Russia, 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 this gal Maria. Oh, my gosh. Highest national priority. And they said, and the very honorable men and women, the men in black, they said, we want to be clear. This never happens in the United States. We are the good guys. Oh, we're not, we don't work like the bad guys. But we need to ask you to rekindle a romantic relationship with Maria Butina. And, members and of the FBI that you're sure were members of the FBI asked you to do this. And you know their names. And, and I know their names. And they said these orders are coming from the personal. This is being personally supervised by Y. And it's being... Per- and at the request of X, and then two months later, they said Mr. Z has added his name to the All right, now, you be, you're giving them anonymity now, but I heard you say on Fox, if you go put a camera in Jim Comey's face and say the name Patrick Byrne, you're not going to like the reaction it gets. That's, that's the Z. <laughs> Pretty clear, but he seemed very uncomfortable. Fredo doesn't seem to believe what he's saying. <laughs> You're going to have to censor that word. Yeah, You're going to have to censor yeah, that. Uh, Pat, what's your take? Uh, I, I believe Patrick Byrne. I, you know, he's he's a good guy. He's an honorable guy. I, I think he's being truthful there. I think most of his story has been verified and backed up. Yeah. And it, to me, you know, to go to another uh, fabulous and award-winning matt damon movie it kind of reminds me of the jason Bourne thing with uh you know within the cia there's this also secretive organization of powerful people who are kind of working outside the official lines of the FBI, of the cia and it's called operation treadwell to me that's what this kind of sounds like with with james comey and and peter struck going off and doing their own little thing uh, outside of what the FBI is supposed to be doing and setting up this clandestine operation to hurt Trump, maybe Hillary too. I mean, I, I don't know what their deal was, but maybe just to cause chaos. I think they were just getting information on everybody that they could. Yeah. And when you have a government with a bureaucracy as bloated as ours is, this is the type of crap that you're going to get. You're going to get these unelected officials that are there sometimes for life. You know, for years and years and years. And a lot, a lot of times they are bipartisan. Some of the times they're partisan, but mm-hmm. a lot of times they are bipartisan. They just want to get information on everybody. Yeah. And yeah. they'll use it for however however that may benefit them. But this seems like it kind of, it's a, it's an interesting story because it's a glimpse into how this actually works. Yes. I absolutely believe this. I think that's the most important thing to take from it. And uh, aside from just the story itself, it's like we, certainly libertarians, I mean, some of us, they call us conspiracy theorists and all kinds <laughs> of craziness. When we say that there's, you know, whether it be the CIA, whether it be the FBI, there's a lot of crookedness that, that takes place. A lot of people get set up, a lot of weird stuff. It's not just conspiracy. And we're hearing these stories seemingly now, I don't know if it's because because of the Trump thing, uh, come out where there is a lot more, uh, you know, shadiness, if you will, people um, sort of operating out of bounds, right? And I think, I would hope at least people of America are looking at this and actually paying attention at this. We do have this bloated government, and unfortunately, when it is that big, you're going to have people that are acting, like I say, out of bounds um, and doing a lot of lot, lot of crooked stuff. I think people need to actually start paying attention um, to that. I mean, we can say what we want about the Alex Jones of the of the world, uh, but it's not just what you know. He he may go off the deep end on a lot of different things, but. This stuff is real. This stuff, this stuff really happens. And it absolutely happens to powerful people. What I always wonder if, you know, he can maybe somewhat combat it considering that he's a, uh, you know, he's a very successful 
successful businessman, but mm -hmm. uh, I would imagine there's other uh, situations where people are being asked to do do a lot of uh, weird things that aren't necessarily as powerful, and they feel like they have to kind of kind of walk the line. We were talking about the the mafia thing thing earlier. That may be some sort of things that are going on. But I, every time I get to hearing these stories, it's like, you know, I'm sure more news will come out. Do we believe it? Do we not believe it? Um, it's going to be left up for interpretation. But at the very least, I just hope people are seeing these stories unfold and at least start to question the. Uh, the government and a lot of these unelected uh, officials who, yeah, like you said, are, are there for a very, very long periods of time and they're doing whatever the hell they want. Well, but and you say really, really quickly, Jason, you say that he is a successful businessman, which is not untrue. But yeah. he just had to resign from the company mm -hmm. over yeah, all of that's this. That's true. So, yeah, no, I mean, he's not, I mean, invulnerable by, by any means. I mean, anybody can can get it in that regards. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I, I guess if there were individuals that are lower than them in terms of economic class, they wouldn't be able to to ride off in the sunset, right. Uh, right. if you will. I guess that's the that's the least of it that, that can happen. But I do think that there's a lot of sort of weird crooked stuff going on and you know it's hard to combat there's there is something to look for if, if you want a little bit more ho hopefully concrete stuff on this uh the inspector general's report uh on the uh was it the fisa is that is that what's going on uh, the fisa abuses yeah. that's going to include a lot of stuff and that's supposed to that's rumored to come out in the like a week or two weeks after labor day so it could be sooner than that, but that's kind of the time frame to look at this, and I think we might get some information on this then. Uh, Pat, really quickly before we go, James Comey, mm -hmm. 2015, 2016, did you have a different opinion of him than you do now? Uh, I think so, yeah. I, I felt like he was a very impartial person. Like, there was a point yeah. in time where I felt like he was a very impartial person just trying to do the right thing. Right. Until, it, until after he was fired. Right. And then he was bitter, obviously. Right. And, uh, and he, he definitely was, was out to get Trump after that point. Yeah, the, but the, the more that comes out about this guy, I'm yeah. like, wow, he was a yeah. snake. Not a good guy. <laughs> he was a snake. Yeah. Ugh, all right, back in a minute. I mean, I, he had me fooled. Yeah. I really did think. Yeah. He was handling, you know, an investigation. Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. Um, so, you know, when we think of securing our homes, we usually think of you have an alarm system. We're locking the doors, we're setting the alarm, and we can definitely protect our home from intruders. However, that's not the case because it's 2019 and uh, you have seedy uh, people who can go online. Jason's seen people, what, they sell home titles now? They go and, and, um, and what, <laughs> can't even think of the word, when they forge, forge, <laughs> forge your signature on uh, your home's title. Or this, that works You know, the, 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 it's Friday, you guys. And uh, they forge your signature and then they can, they, they have control of your equity. I know where the site is. I know where the actual site is. You can go to these sites. You see the home titles there along with driver's licenses. And, and they're selling them for what, like 40 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah but a little bit of crypto, but a tiny little fraction of crypto. But yeah, it's nothing. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. So no uh, identity theft program, no insurance program, no bank program. None of these things protect you from this particular thing. But Home Title Lock does. Uh, for pennies a day, they will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage and make sure that, uh, you know, if thieves try to tamper with it, they're on it. They shut it down. Pat, I know you guys had, like, former FBI come in and show you how easy it was. It was unbelievable. To hack in it, and just steal it. Uh, they... with. Within about 
15 minutes they had my uh, mortgage. I gave, them, oh my gosh. I gave them almost no information. And within 15 minutes they had it and they'd forged my signature. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, <laughs> like, what do you mean you forged my signature? This must be the original document. <laughs> nope, that's the one we... So they just traced over my signature is all they did. Wow. And oh my gosh. So it's really easy for them. And as soon as I found out how easy it is to steal your home, yeah. I knew I had to have yeah. it. I'm tied a lot. Yeah. Right now you can get 60 uh, risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. you got to go there, HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, so a lawmaker, Representative Tom Malinowski of New Jersey, Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to play what he had to say about illegal immigrants first, <laughs> and then we're going to play a game, and I'm going to let you guys guess which political party he belongs to. <laughs> Let's listen. And then we have to think about the jobs, right? Because the reason this happens is there are a lot of jobs in our community that, like it or not, for better or worse, Americans are not willing to take. I mean, who do you think is taking care of our seniors? of the elder care workers in the state of New Jersey are immigrants, most of them legal, most of them documented, but certainly some who are not. Who do you think is mowing our beautiful lawns in Somerset? (laughs) We don't usually ask. A lot of those workers are undocumented. They're just not a lot of, you know, kids, sorry, from Montgomery High, who are going to be doing that full time. You guys are are going into robotics, for goodness sake. Oh, wow. That actually is worse than everything. So all the white people are going into robotics. <laughs> Holy cow. Gosh, yeah. Those illegals, though, they'll do your lawn. That's the worst I mean, they're so. great if you have roof problems. <laughs> it's all fine. That's really bad. Oh, yeah, so obviously a Republican. a Republican, obviously. Or a Proud Boy convention. Right? Like that, maybe? Mm-hmm. That's right? what I'm thinking. Guys, yeah. Democrat Tom of Malinowski, of course, talking about... Well, I mean, we, of course, need the illegal immigrants to come mow your lawns. You guys are busy with much smarter things like robotics. (laughs) You guys are doing rocket science (laughs) science and building... Uh, you know, towers to the sky. Somebody's got to cl- do your lawn. You don't have time. You don't have time for that. Yeah, that is so insane. That's amazing. What's, what's insane is that, that how they've actually, how, how Democrat or the left has flipped everything. Yes. Yeah. So they want to say stuff like that. It's so obviously yes. that it's virtue signaling bullcrap. Could it's you? so obvious. He's saying, look, there's some white jobs <laughs> out there, and then there's the other jobs yeah. for the yeah. others out well, there. Well, the white jobs, you know, those are too good for the illegals. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the most insulting part of it. And I think the left has a, I mean, they have a track record of doing this. Uh, but they get allowed to get away with it because they do signal to um, minority mm-hmm. groups, if you will. And they are they act like they have that sort of political monopoly. And we're the good guys. We're the ones that want to help help you out. And then they say uber insulting things uh, like that. They, they do this all, all the sorts of time. And unfortunately, you can imagine, like if I say, yes. no, it doesn't even have to be Trump. It could just be any old Joe Blow conservative. Uh, they'll be out his, outside his house. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If, if, if he actually said um, something like that but it is insulting i think it does show how they actually view some of uh you know uh, Mm -hmm. immigrants you know it's like hey you're not actually that good you just really get the hand-me-down it's not even a hand-me-down we don't want to do 
the jobs. Yeah. We, we're too we're busy. Too good. We're, we're good. Uh, we're, we're in robotics. We want our air conditioning. We want all of that that mm-hmm. good stuff. You could be out there in the hot sun in, in Texas mowing the grass. Uh, and if you if if you weren't here, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able. We wouldn't be able to do it. And like by it. the way, we'll pay you way less. Yeah. We'll pay you pennies <laughs> for to go. No, and that's do that. insulting. That to me, and I think we need to start highlighting this because they get away with this, um, and then they get to go around and call the other side racist and, and stuff of that nature, which I don't understand that at all when uh, somebody can criticize maybe an immigration policy, whether you disagree or agree with it is, is totally irrelevant. But if you're on the opposite side of it, you get folks that say, oh, well, they want a Muslim ban or they want a right. they, they don't like Mexicans. They don't like Hispanics or something like that. And then somebody can say something clearly insulting with they're saying you uh, you don't you don't lack the, the, the mental capacity to be in robotics as an immigrant. You only can mow the grass. Yeah. You know, that's insulting. What's, that you called out on that. That's uh, th- uh, that is uh, racism done right. <laughs> you know, that's that's not the kind you have to figure out or interpret. Yeah, it's that's just blatant. You know, they're always accusing Trump or the right of uh, dog whistle racism. Mm-hmm. What's what? What's the significance of that? You can't really hear it. You have to interpret it. That's bullhorn racism. <laughs> right there. That, that is clear cut racist. Uh, rhetoric. That's great. Talking about the flip, how they've changed perception. Like they literally are making the, making it. They're, they're saying no. We have to separate people and give them certain things based off of what race they are. Mm-hmm. Now That's we're crazy. we're saying that no, race means nothing. You want every yeah, yes. everyone to just You're racist be huge. But we're the, I'm the racist for saying <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah it is incredible. I also love uh, how he said. We have, you know, immigrants who are working in the taking care of our elderly community. Well, I mean, most of them are legal and documented, but there are some of them who are not. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're tr- they're trying to lump this issue into an issue of Im- immigration itself and whether or not Republicans like immigrants. And it's like that's right. not that's not what our, our argument is. That's not what the conversation is. The conversation is illegal immigration like we like immigrants who are taking care of the elderly that's fine Mm -hmm. but i feel like i wonder if the left even cares about the difference between legal and illegal immigrants they they're still just going to view you as lower than them because you're an immigrant yeah i think that's a it's a political thing from from the get-go it's not i don't even think it's less about legal or illegal i think they're more so tying race to it if, if anything and it's in their effort to signal they know that they sort of uh gain that support and again we're in this funky position where even I, I myself, I, I'm all about merit. I really don't care about your race. I don't even really uh, care about your, you know, immigration status. In that, in that case, it's like you know, you have the ability to do something. You don't have the ability. I feel like anybody can get out there um, and be great. But there, I have that sort of position where I don't care if you're white, you know, Hispanic, or, or, or doesn't matter. The Asian doesn't really matter to me. There, I have that position. It's folks that take the position that I have that are deemed as these racist uh, folks, which people can get away on the left saying things like that all the time. You know, that's like it's part of it's like part of their platform. All you got to do is watch the, uh, you know, Democratic debates. And that's it's just a bunch of signaling and them basically insinuating that people that aren't white are lower than everybody. Mm. You know what I mean? This is essentially what what they what they do. And they are allowed to get away with it because, again, they act like they have this political and social monopoly over people that aren't white and mm-hmm. so they can say all the messed up jacked up things about non-white people but there you again you don't even have to say anything offensive to uh hispanics just just take a neutral position like i don't care what race you are uh, i'm all about merit doesn't matter white black doesn't matter to me oh you're racist you know <laughs> you dog whistling to the racist or something Backwards like that world we live in uh back in a minute 
do you find that Gentlemen, before we go into overtime, I have to uh, inform you, CNN has just announced a new uh, contributor. It is former disgraced <laughs> FBI Deputy Director Andy McCabe, who, you know, as we know, got fired for um, lying under oath and also leaking information to the media, probably CNN. Uh, so it's good to know <laughs> that CNN is continuing the record of having reputable people <laughs> on their shows to give us factual information. And yet everybody's yelling and screaming about how terrible it was of Fox to hire Sarah. Sarah I was just about to mention that. Beto O'Rourke said that it was state TV. And I'm right. like, what is this? Are you That's kidding Let's see, I'll, I'll be monitoring his Twitter to see if he says anything <laughs> about Brian it. Brian Stelter called out ABC for hiring, or for having... Having Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars. Just yeah. yesterday he said yeah. that. I and know. Today they hired this guy. Like, what? It's insane. <laughs> I, I mean, well, the two people who still watch CNN are going to be really, really Those excited two. to see yeah. Andy McCabe, let me tell you. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. So San Francisco, um, a beacon of just prosperity and, you know, always being on top of the issues that really matter. Or are they all on top of poop piles? Oh, oh right. Feces. That's right. Um, I, I always get those one two of those. mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> or needles. <laughs> needles. Yeah, needles. <laughs> uh, so they have decided it is really important in their, in their city right now, in their community, to make sure that they, they're doing away with criminal labels like felon mm. and inmate, and now they are replacing them <laughs> with more person-first terms. So, uh, you know, you may be thinking, well, what, what the heck does that mean? So instead of saying that someone is, you know, an inmate, you would say a currently incarcerated person. And if you were referring to <laughs> someone who uh, was a, you know, a juvenile who was in juvie or whatever, you would say a young person impacted by the justice system. And uh, if you were talking about a druggie, you would say a person with a history of substance abuse. Um, it's literally Winston Smith in the Ministry of Truth. Quite literally in 1984. Yeah. Yes, it That's is. what this is. Every day we get closer to that. Yeah, it wasn't supposed day. to be an instruction manual, guys. Yeah. Come on. What's the point? Like, well, that's what I would like to know. Like, well, what you is don't the want to offend murderers and rapists. Is what is, like, what's well, the... Because, I mean, you could maybe make the... Uh, well, you know you can't make the art. Because, I mean, yeah, there's some nonviolent, you know, obviously I hate to go full libertarian mm -hmm. that, you know, that are people that are, get incarcerated for things that they probably shouldn't have been incarcerated for, like a nonviolent, a uh, victimless crime, if you will. But it doesn't sound like that's what, what they're pushing for. It's just like we just don't want to offend people. Like, And then, I mean, the whatever they're rewording it, it sounds the same um, for the most part. It's a little like, a little like. Person with a history of substance abuse. Oh, so uh, yeah. they're a drug user. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, okay. it's not like that much better noticeable, but I would like to know the reasoning, the true reasoning behind it. Is it to uh, just sort of coddle these people's feelings or, you know, maybe you could make the argument that, OK, yeah, there's some of these individuals are maybe, I don't know, went to jail for victimless crime. I just don't see that being the case. I have to believe at this point that it's more to try to gear us to just deconstruct 
the language, language and uh. they can control the narrative yep. that way, right? Because we saw that they did that with illegal immigrants. Yep. I mean, you said illegal aliens, and then it was, you can't say that, and then they changed mm -hmm. it to undocumented workers, and now they control that narrative because they're only undocumented. It's just a piece of paper they're lacking, and they're workers. It's, they're working. How can you hate on them? I think it's two things, and I think you're right there on it. I, I, th I think the first is... Um, it's it's their new. We were just talking about that before the break. It's it's their new like push towards whatever social issue they think they can win the argument on. Mm -hmm. And this is they're going. This is their new crusade. Mm -hmm. You know, it's they're going to link like. uh, law and order with racism. That's what they're going to do. Um, I'm working on a project uh, that's like super secret squirrel right now for Glenn. Oh, okay. So go ahead and tell <laughs> all so the people everybody. watching. I can't say a lot about it, but I will say that there there is an active effort right now to infiltrate. Uh, the American justice system. Um, there's millions of dollars going to buy uh, candidates that will go that line. And I've, I've made a list and I've run out of uh, space of attorney generals and uh, district attorneys that have been put in these places to do this exact same thing to do this exact same thing. And I, I th it, it involves a lot of different things. One is what I said with the, you know, with that's their next crusade. Mm -hmm. But the other is to, um, to get, you know, all the crazy things we hear in DC, like the AOCs, all the DSA people that are wanting to do, all those crazy things they say in Washington that they say they wanna do, they're not gonna get done. They know they can't get that done. Constitution's gonna block them at that. So how do you get around that? Mm -hmm. Instead of going from the top, you go from the bottom. You go in the small elections, you go to governors and states statewide. New Mexico just passed a mini Green New Deal. They already did that. They will have whatever she's looking for by like 2025 or something like that. Hardly anybody's talking about that. They're going state by state by state. Um, things like this are all, you find this in the Equality Act. They're not going to pass the Equality Act. Instead, they'll go through d uh, district attorneys that will back the uh, state, uh, uh, city and state governments that want to do these things. They'll go, they're going through the back door on that. Um, Cheza Boudin, uh, do you guys know who that is? Totally. No. Um, he is a, uh, <laughs> what? I'm the only one that knows Cheza Boudin. Cheza Boudin is uh, in San Francisco. He is running, uh, he's in a, he's, they're electing a new district attorney this November. He's running. Um, Cheza Boudin's uh, grandfather was a member of the Communist Party USA. He, okay. was, he was also uh, the legal counsel for uh, Fidel Castro. Um, but he's got a lot more credentials than that. His uh, parents uh, served prison time. His father's still serving prison time. As part of the, his parents were weather underground terrorists. Mm. Um, they were involved in the killing of the two police officers and the uh, Brinks security truck uh, wow. guard. Uh, mm. when, he, when his parents went to prison, he was uh, adopted by um, uh, Bill, uh, uh, Bill Ayers and uh, what's uh, Bernadine Dorn. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Those are his wow. adopted wow. parents. He's now running for district attorney. He has said publicly that he oh, believes man. in everything that his parents believed in. Like he wants to continue along those lines. Oh, the this, he might be the ne he, and he's neck and neck with the incumbent right now. They're both neck and neck. This is these are the people that are pushing this type of this. If you think this is crazy and weird, wait until if he becomes district attorney, he'll start backing that up with actual like courtroom type things. Wow. wow, that's where we're going, and this is breaking out all over the country. This is a huge, huge story. Maybe I've said too much about it so far. With a name like Chezabu, he had to have Chezabu. bad parents, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, Pat? Uh, I mean, this is what they've been trying to do for a long time. And, and so you change the language, you, you, you change the narrative, you control the language, you control the society. And that's, I mean, they, they've accomplished it, right? We, we just heard, um, who was it that just said... Um, that almost, oh, it was Bill Nye, uh, non-scientist guy, Bill Nye, 
just but said. But it's in his name. Y- yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that the only people who don't believe in climate change are old people. And he's kind of right about that because the millennials have all been indoctrinated. They've gone through the school system and the school systems have taught them that climate change is absolutely real and it's absolutely human caused and it's absolutely catastrophic. So they come out of that and they they think they're not going to have a future beyond 12 years from now. So you're saying that the older people know better they know better younger people they, so you're an age hard to believe isn't it that's what you're saying <laughs> it's true <laughs> you, you, you keep pushing that and people don't even question anymore i saw a cnn an article today mm. talking about the amazon fires in brazil and they had this list of facts and one of them was 20 percent of the earth's oxygen comes from the amazon rainforest and i looked everywhere i could not that's a completely made up stat <laughs> like google it it's nowhere it's completely made 20 percent of the earth's oxygen produced from there no, but they can say it, and not a single person will question it. Mm-hmm. But also, when you control the, uh, when you, along those lines, when you control the narrative like that, when you when you control the language, that's how they're able to conflate what you were talking about before of uh, uh, illegal immigration yes. and regular immigration. Yes. You can conflate yes. those yes. when you change it to a completely made up term called an undocumented immigrant. That doesn't even mean anything. People done even he was talking about climate change. They did that with climate climate change. Remember it was global warming, and that, then that yeah. turned into then it stopped warming. And, yeah, yeah. And now it's climate change. Yeah, yeah now it's climate crap. change. Plus, you know? that gives them the opportunity to have both cold and hot. Yeah. They Any got change. hot and Any cold. Change. You it all means right. the same thing. Yeah. It's all climate change. I just love that climate change has become the scapegoat for literally every Everything. problem. Yeah. Every Everything. problem That's is nice. just like climate change. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, let's, the God, like, I, I bet you there's a Democrat out there somewhere who has equated the gun problems with climate change. No, I'm of probably. course using air quotes for those who are they've, on podcasts. They've, done, they've said probably. global. They've conflated global global warming warming with w- racism. So you <laughs> yeah. know, so they, they, they you can't put it past them. Syria, <laughs> I've heard them blame terrorism. Syria. Yes, uh, yeah, terrorism. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, change. Uh, Bernie Sanders was talking about that last election cycle. And now, <laughs> oh, they're so hot, so they're so intense, and now they want to kill everybody. It's, because it's become yeah. the new thanks Obama type thing. Thanks yes. a lot, climate. Yes. this Coke is flat. Thanks a lot, climate. Yes, exactly. It's incredible. Uh, all right, let's see. Yesterday's poll, should Trump end birthright citizenship for children of yes. illegal immigrants? 88% said yes, 12% said no. I hear what wow. Pat's opinion is. Um, we did have a, an interesting conversation on that. Uh, yesterday, Aaron Colin was on with us, and he wouldn't give his opinion because he said, I, I have to think about it. We talked about it. It's, it's, a, it's a tough issue, right? You no, don't want— It's ridiculous. I understand, to me, it's not tough at all. I understand yeah, the position. Me. The answer is no. Well, I understand the position <laughs> that you want to be human and mm-hmm. recognize that there are certain circumstances in which you shouldn't just take people's citizenship away. But it's uh, also no, no, absolutely. Nobody's talking about taking citizenship away. You don't just automatically award it to people right. who have come here illegally there, and given it's, birth. It's obviously right. being abused. Now, right? now that person is a citizen, and we're duty bound to them till they're ninety years old. Right. No. Like the, the, the way, abuse has to be stopped. The way right. it's Period. the way it's written right now, there is actual birth tourism yes. going on. Yeah. Yes. Oh, a, absolutely. There's, yes. a, there's a, an article came out a couple years ago. There's a Russian tour company, and they bring these uh, these women over when they're like eight and a half months pregnant. They live in a luxury condo in Miami. They have their baby. Boom, they get citizenship. Then and the that, whole family ends up coming. And that's what later. has to be stopped, <laughs> right? I think that that we're probably all in agreement. At that. Parkland Hospital in Dallas, Texas, seventy-five uh, percent of the births are illegal aliens giving mm-hmm. birth to citizens. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. 
Yeah. Ta-da! Congratulations, another citizen. Yeah, that's obviously... That's, uh, that wasn't the intent of yeah, the 14th exactly. Amendment. Yeah, exactly. Not the intent. What's your well, I mean, th- this immigration thing is always funky because I think as long as you have federal government involvement in, in the immigration, I think there's going to always be injustices done on each side of this, right? doesn't matter where. Mm-hmm. And this is why I, certainly from a libertarian perspective, I more so attack it from... I know people hate to hear that term secessionism, but I think that has to be the conversation that we start having. Um, But no, more so. It's not just with the immigrant. I think it it solves the immigration debate. Absolutely. Um, But about a lot of these different things, because we're talking about, you know, in relation to because why would birthright citizenship matter? Well, it's because they are awarded these unfortunate luxuries, you know, if right. they are a citizen of, of, of a stuff in a lot of cases we shouldn't even have because the state shouldn't be uh, in control of it. federal government should be in control of it. So I'm more so looking at it from that approach. And I would love to get rid of, uh, you know, certainly laws and regulations in, in regards to that. And then maybe the, we, it would alleviate some of the issues that people have with uh, immigration where or that in itself wouldn't matter because they're not awarded anything, namely the welfare state. Right, right. Good answer. Uh, Today's poll question, who is the biggest threat to the United States? Uh, We've got some options here. China, Russia, North Korea, or Democratic Socialists? (laughs) (laughs) Pat, what do you think? That's an easy one. Democratic Socialists. (laughs) Jason? I'll give, I agree with you, but I'll give a different answer. Mm -hmm. China is definitely in my, in my book. Giving a different answer if you agree with him. Because I don't want to have everyone agree. Come on. But from the inside, that's what. I just want you to be honest, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Our our greatest threat is is ourselves. Right. So no other foreign nation is going to We will destroy ourselves. We will destroy ourselves. But geopolitically, outside our borders, China, what they want to get done in the future, uh, leagues beyond Russia. Russia's a moderate regional power. Their strength is way overblown. North Korea is even below that. So, yeah, China. Eric? Oh, Democratic, so it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a Vladimir Putin is really insulted. <laughs> we'll take him as seriously as we take the Democratic Socialists. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for being here. You guys mm-hmm. go vote on the poll and do whatever you do this weekend. Be safe, have fun, all that jazz. We'll see you Monday. <laughs> I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.